Hi, hi everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to a brand new episode of La West Side Story. I am your host, Maria, like in a West Side Story. And I'm so happy, you guys, to bring in the new year with a brand new episode, a brand new mindset. And so this episode, I'm just going to talk to you guys about what I learned this year, 20, or this last year, 2023, what it taught me, and what I want to improve on in 2024. So what I usually do on New Year's Eve is I don't go out anymore. I like to stay in and have like my little own bruja seance, whatever you may call it. Um, I basically stay in and like to reflect on this last year. And I didn't do that this year. Um, but I think I'm just going to go back to that um, next year because I did. I do think that it's something that's always helped me. So I was going to do it today. So New Year's Day, I was going to do it. And I'll go over what that entails. But instead of doing it my regular way, I was like, let me just do it on the podcast. So here we go. I'm going to start with things that 2023 taught me. And we'll start with, um, usually when I would do this special spiritual cleansing ceremony, um, I put on music, I put on candles, and I turn off all electrical devices and just give myself a moment. I give myself a moment to reflect and think, and I and I start with all the things of this last year that I don't want to carry with me. All the baggage, emotional baggage and resentment that I don't want to carry with me to the next year. So what I don't want to carry with me 2024. And I will typically write this down in a journal. Like if there was people that hurt me and I know I won't receive an apology for them. Remember that forgiveness is not about that person. It's for yourself. So I'll write a letter um, about how they hurt me, how it felt, um, my side of it, and maybe um, giving validation to their feelings too. And then just closing that chapter by saying, I'm okay, we had this experience and this is what I learned from it. And I write up this letter for several people or sometimes it's it's for myself and I'll, and I'll get into that. When I say for myself, let's just get into it. Um, I learned this year that a lot of resentment that I held on, specifically with Pedro, so... That carried on over. It, it didn't end when it should have. It it just, it carried on over into 2023. And 2023 taught me that we just couldn't move over, move, continue as friends or as anything. It just realistically, sadly, our friendship doesn't work. It doesn't work because of our past. It's got to be a big secret. We can't even be friends. So that was hard accepting that. But at the same time, um, him not accepting it and him keeping just trying to be deceitful. And 
a lot of times there would be stuff thrown back that I would just forgive, but then throw back. And then I realized I did say I moved on from these things, but I'm not moved on because I do feel that I forgave him, but I feel like I have not forgiven myself for, for forgiving him. And at this point when I'm being, when I'm throwing things back in, and be, we can't be in the present because I'm throwing things from the past that I said I forgave. And it's because I've forgiven him, but I haven't forgiven myself for accepting and forgiving and it happens again. And that's where I learned it's not fair that I give him so much grace or others. I give so much people grace. And if you don't understand grace, it's forgiveness not holding people to such a high judgment of being perfect. And I, and I was, how is it that I can give him so much grace, so much forgiveness, um, let go of the judgment, and I don't give myself that grace. I can't truly forgive and move on if I'm not forgiving myself for being so kind, forgiving second and third chances. If I don't forgive myself for disappointing myself uh, that I have these qualities that come and bite me in the ass. I have to give myself grace that it's just, I'm that kind or forgiving of a person and I accept that about myself and I I don't want to later hold it over my head and be mad at myself for it. So just things like that, that I would write an apology letter to myself. I'm sorry I didn't give you enough grace um, before. I'm sorry that um, in the moment I would be okay with you making these decisions uh, for us and then and later in the future they would hurt future me even though in the time it was something that you were totally okay and thought about. But I don't then give you forgiveness that you took that chance, that you took that leap of faith and hoped for the best. You know, you always want to look for the best in people. That's a great quality. But I also have to give you that grace and kindness to myself. So I'll write, I'll journal and write out a letter to myself, um, forgiving myself for being so hard, for being so mad really at myself um, and not seeing it that it was me that I was really mad at because I already knew what to expect from him. And I already knew that there was a possibility of getting burned or for whatever reason, um, it didn't matter because I was just having fun in the moment. But later on, not being mad at myself for making that choice. So at the end of the year, I'll, I'll journal and I'll write these out and I'll write these letters and I'll cry. I'll, I'll have my emotions and I'll cry and I'll feel that pain and I'll feel like, saying goodbye and it's a mourning, it's a loss. I'm letting this go and I'm letting go of this resentment because because letting go of this anger towards you or this resentment, it really means I'm done. There's no more holding on to you. If I finally forgive myself, I'm no longer holding on. And so had to take it there. You have to, I write these out and then I burn them in a bowl. Got to be really safe. Um, I, I set these letters on fire because in a way it's like, 
it's so symbolic. It's like cleansing. And it just feels like I'm burning the old me. I'm setting her on fire. I'm setting the anger, the frustration, how long this went for, whatever it is, whatever feelings, whatever arguments, I'm letting it go and I'm setting it on fire. And it feels like a phoenix. A phoenix is rising from the ashes. So I'm setting my old self on fire because I'm growing even stronger out of these tears, out of these emotions. I I see how much I needed this to grow. Another thing 2023 taught me is I don't regret um, that relationship, friendship with Pedro because it forced me so much to be angry and fight for myself, my sanity, my self-respect, valuing myself, um, knowing my worth. It pushed me to dig in within me to break this um, and say no more. And it's made me wake up and say, oh my God, if this one person that was so negatively impacting my life forced me to be under so much pressure to grow and be so self-aware, how much more growth could I get if I met more people um, that were actually positive in my life? So I'm not sure if it was the pandemic or even before that I've been a recluse, if that's the the pronunciation of it, but I've just been hermiting comfortably in my home. And something that I want to improve or work on in 2024 is forcing myself to step out of my comfort bubble, which is being home. So I'm giving up TV um, or made some rules around it so that I watch less TV. And I want to watch less TV so that I'm forced to put that time into more reading, um, taking courses online, um, making myself step out and at least uh, do one hour a week out in nature. If I'm going for a walk around the block, if I go to the park, just step outside for at least one hour a week. I'm starting my first 31 days of the year committing to at least walking 30 minutes a day. But I I have my walking pet at home. But again, the point is to get out of the house and be around people because I work from home. So I want to be outside of the home. So I'm forcing myself to do 31 days, at least a 30 minute walk at the gym and being around people, getting to meet people, forcing myself to do one social thing a month, whether it be like a tribute band, a... um. I don't know. There's this like really cool uh, Dr. Dre orchestra coming up next year. Like I'm excited. and I want to do like things like that. Uh, uh, Go to the theater dinner plays. I don't need someone to come with me. I just need to force myself to be around people and meet people that have like interest or take up new hobbies. Um, Something new that 2023 taught me was. Um. I might have talked about this before. I did a lot of self-healing of my inner child and digging into my past. And I was talked down negatively a lot as a child to try to motivate me, I guess, um, to prove them wrong. But 
it kind of, it definitely had a reverse effect. Um, I've been working on my self-esteem, self-worth and, and this year I always thought that like I wasn't artistic, any, basically anything. I don't try new things because I feel like I'm not good at anything and I'm just going to fail at it. And I'm like an idiot for trying. And it's, it makes me really sad that like, I, I thought this way or I had this voice, but really it's my mom's voice. Um, and I was talking all these negative things of like, no, I'm bad at this. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just try these things that I always had a mentality of. I'm bad at anything I try. I suck at it. I wouldn't be good at anything. Um, so for example, art. And it's so now ridiculous to think that I was bad at art. How could you be bad at art when art is the least thing that there is a rule to? Like, it's actually like anti-art to be perfect. Like, it's messy. It's not supposed to be a rules thing of pretty of this. Um, art is subjective. What, what stimulates or what awes people is different because everyone's experiences. So there, you can't be wrong in art. So I was like, I can't believe so many times I thought like, oh, I'm terrible at art because I am over the top and I'll do too much. And then it just ends up being a mess of too muchness. Um, like even the way I dress, like, I don't know how I dress because I do too much and I'm really just in drag. Um, I'm just in a character that day. And who am I dressing up today? So I never, I didn't think I was good at anything. Like I'm just winging it and it's bad. And then I feel embarrassed or humiliated. Like, so I don't try. So this year I forced myself like, I'm going to try. And I did painting. Um, uh, started with my pumpkin painting, uh, the Starry Nights by Van Gogh. I then said, I'm going to buy canvases from the store and do my own like um, painting renditions of famous art pieces so I could have famous art at home by me. And I did the paint by numbers. That was so much fun to do. I haven't done them in, in a couple months, but I want to get back into that. Um, so if you were like me and you thought like growing up, someone told you you weren't good at this or you weren't good at that. Um, it's not true. It's not true. There's no, you need to be perfect at anything. Just do it. And if you had fun and enjoyed while you're doing it, then that's all that mattered is that you had fun and you did that experience. You don't have to be perfect at things. And that's something that I have taken away at the end of this year. So proud of myself that I am now learning to have grace with myself, have forgiveness and compassion for myself that I don't need to be perfect. I I am allowed to make mistakes. I am allowed to get out of character and get mad and, and have an outburst and not be beating myself about what I said later or um, 
missing something at work and then getting called out for it and then not feeling like I'm a complete shit for my job. Like, I don't belong here when it's like, no, it's just I'm human. I'm not perfect all the time. Um, and it's okay. And not, oh, my God, the, ne- the for the next few days, I'm beating myself like nonstop thinking about it. And it's giving me anxiety. And my stomach like is upside down. I need to throw up and I need to shit myself. Like that's how wrecked I would be before if I did something wrong because of that embarrassment, that, that self-humiliation of my mom was right. I am shit at things. I don't do things wrong. I'm a fuck up. I fucked this up. I messed up. I didn't do that right. And I got caught, called out on it and damn, how embarrassing. And it's like, no, it's, it's okay. Cause you did it a hundred other times. Great. <laughs> you just had a little slip and it's okay. Or it's not about how many times you get it right. It's about how many times you get up and try it again. So just have that grace with yourself. If that's, if you're like me and going through that anxiety, that stress, you have those parents putting that pressure on you, or you have that voice within you. Um, let me tell you, it's not really your voice. It's someone else's voice who told you, you were no good. And, and now you've been trained to believe that. So you can reprogram yourself to now, instead of when you catch yourself saying something negatively, instead say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to celebrate that I did it because uh, something else that I just learned, like maybe two, three days ago before the, I was, I'm reading this book, uh, the six pillars of, uh, self-esteem. And the chapter that I just finished um, went over, oh, what was it? It was, you guys, I just lost my train of thought. It just went over how, let me see. Hold on. Let me take a quick break and see if the thought comes back to me. Hold on. Okay. Now I know where I was going with this. So... So one of the things that I wanted to also um, write down if this was my journal and I was going to set it on fire is I want to recognize. So that's what the book said. It was you can't start working on your inner problem if you don't address that you have this problem. And then there's some people who don't want to recognize that they need to recognize that they want to have this problem like so you have to start somewhere in order to make steps so I wanted to recognize that I didn't work out enough this year and why didn't I when I've always been really good at working out I had so much I started a new job It had like six months of probation and it was so stressful. That is why I couldn't do my episodes because so much energy had to go into this job. Not only that, but as I'm starting this job, my dad was in the hospital from uh, December of, of 2022 until he left the hospital at the end of April. So he was in the hospital for like, um, five months it was five or six months and he left the hospital because, um, th- that'll be another episode 
um, he he just decided he he wanted to die at home. He didn't want to continue anymore with treatment. So um, that'll be another episode for another day. And anyway, I was going through a lot this year and I didn't get to focus on my health. And other years I've been so good at focusing on my health. If you've listened to my other episodes where I openly talk about um, my HPV, how I've had all these surgeries. So this year it was it was too much for me to have to. I finally had a break and had um, uh, clear results for a year when it came to my HPV. So I was finally so happy to celebrate a year of no surgery for me. But I wanted to to take a break of being in any more doctor's appointments, at least for myself. A year of not having to go to doctor's appointments for myself um, because I still had to be in the hospital for my dad for six months. So I didn't get to leave the hospital or the doctors, but at least this time it wasn't for me and it was for my dad and then he passed away. So what what could it? I mean, I don't even know. I'm still, I guess, in mourning. So I don't even know if it's, it probably has been a tough year. But if I compare it to like when I lost my mom, it's not, it hasn't been as tough. I've been able to look for silver linings. I've been able to grow from it. Like, I guess looking back, it makes me emotional now to see how I carried myself this year how well I've carried myself, how well I've taken care of my mental health and been an advocate for myself and still be able to be there for for my friends and for my family all while going through all this stuff and and be progressing in, in work and in life. Um, uh, I have friends who tell me that I inspire them and... And then I catch myself like, wow, sometimes I am, I need to look at this mirror reflection behind me and see how far my, looking back at my journey, like, damn, I inspire myself. And I hope you can look back at your year and just be inspired by, by what's in your rearview mirror, what you left behind, what you got through and be inspired. Um, so anyway, where I was going with this is that. I didn't this me this year um take such good care of my physical health. I didn't work out. I put on weight and um I'm still very happy with my body, but I want to be healthy. Um I'm turning 35 and I don't want to have high blood pressure. I don't want to have diabetes. Like I want to be healthy. I want to look good. I want to have good skin. I I need to be moving. I work at home. I sit in a desk and then I move to my couch. I need to not do that. So in order for me this year to hold myself accountable in 2024 is I need to confront myself and accept that I did not prioritize my health, my physical health. I didn't prioritize my um, uh, being healthy. I, if I, 
if I'm respecting myself mentally and setting these boundaries, then I also now want to create a space where I'm also respecting my physical self. I'm not showing respect to my body, value to my body, appreciation to my body if I'm not um, working out because I don't eat bad. I I'm pretty I eat pretty healthy uh, fruits, vegetables, all that. But I'm a carb lover, and nothing's gonna stop that. But I want to be more active, and I need to be more active. So in order for me to hold myself accountable, is I have to own that I made excuses last year that I ignored and I didn't prioritize and maybe I didn't um, love and respect myself enough to have that motivation to get out to the gym. And so part of that me giving up TV this year is that um, I'm making compromises with myself of if I am on my walking pad at home, I can watch TV while I'm on my walking pad. So for as long as I'm watching that episode, I'm going to be walking or um, in order or on the weekends when I'm off. Before I can watch TV, I have to record a podcast episode. That is how I'm going to hold myself accountable for you guys to make sure that I'm recording for you guys because... I even got in my head about my podcast. I I felt like it went so well with Andrew and I got so much positive feedback that at that point I was like, oh my God, that chemistry of having someone back and forth to talk to, um, like people love that. And I started to think like, man, if I record another episode, it's just not as good. I don't have anything to say. I don't have someone to go back and forth with. And then I realized you're a tonta for thinking that like, um, this whole episode I, podcast idea was because on my Snapchat, I would just rant and talk by myself. On my story, on my Instagram, I rant and talk and give my opinions and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and I've, and this has always just been a show about me. And I've been just fine on my story and Snapchat carrying a show by myself. I can talk pendejadas with myself and entertain everyone with what I say on my own. I'm good on my own. Like, and also with people. So I had to talk myself back into it because I was like, they're not going to want just me. (laughs) They're going to want a co-host. So I'm not talking that negativity anymore. I'm, I'll bring friends. It's just also, I have a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I want to record an episode with you. And they'll bring it up when I see them. And I'm like, but yet you never hit me up to do the episode. So I'm also going to force myself to be more pushy. And these people who said that they're going to record, I'm now going to be like, hey, knock, knock. I'm here with my mic. Let's set up. Give me 30 minutes of your time. Let's kiki, ha ha, and spill the tea. Story time. So I'm going to force these people to to talk because they want to. Um, we're just better. We're just bad at pushing on them to like, we're doing it. We're doing it. Um, so I'm really excited. This new year, it's a, it's a new start. And you don't need it to be the uh, January 1st or the end of the year to, to start a new version of yourself. Every Monday, I call Reset Monday. It's a reset, reset start over, um, and just start over fresh. So even if you didn't have your reset on January 1st, 
It could be January 2nd. It could be February 1st. Whenever you're ready. Recognize those things in you that you that you're kind of like, I could be better at this and recognize it because it's only way that you're going to grow is when you start on your own owning what you're lacking, what you're not doing, what you're not working on. I have to own and recognize that I'm making excuses and 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 recognizing that I'm trying to avoid working out for whatever reason. I'm trying to avoid it because if I recognize my avoidance, my my pushback, my resistance to it, if I recognize it and own my resistance, then I can work on I'm no longer, I'm breaking, I'm resisting right now. I'm trying to, I said I would go and now I'm making, this is what I do, this is what I'm stopping. So it's just, it takes baby steps and it takes you holding yourself accountable for it. No one else can do it for you. Um, But yeah, it's a new year. We're going to do these episodes because they make me feel good. I really love this talking to myself and I love your guys' feedback. I'm going to talk more about um, the Pedro situation and not to burn him, just because it's caused a lot of trauma. It's caused a lot of growth. It's cro- it's caused me to do a lot of self-reflecting. And and so it's just something that is it's on my mind con- con- constantly because of all the healing I've had to do around it. So it'll be brought up um uh, grief, mourning, loss, all of it will be brought up. Uh, the sex, everything will be, well, not between me and him. I'm just saying sex in general will be talked about story time with friends and experiences. And I'll tell you on a weekly, um, how my, how my week is going, what we folk, what we did that week. Um, I got a write-up. I'll tell you next week how my write-up, uh, goes and what their final decision is, (laughs) um, so, and how I'm going through that with my union, Stuart, and now me this year as a uh, union um, steward, organizing steward, and I'll talk about what it means that um, I'm uh, being active in my um, work union. So, I'm really excited, you guys. If you have any feedback for me, if you have any positive things that keep me going, send me comments, uh, send me messages, whatever you'd like. Um, you want to see this now on video and have me upload it on YouTube. It's in the works. It's coming. So, I'm, I want to also focus on creating more little clips and content. I want to get more involved in that with you guys this year. And I appreciate you guys for still being here and listening. I hope you all have such an amazing new year and great vibes. You guys take care. Bye. Bye.